And at this time, we trust that you'll enjoy our Easter cantata, Hallelujah, What a Savior. This is the time of year that we celebrate the greatest story ever told. What is this story, you may ask? It is the story of Jesus. The story of how he came to earth to live a perfect life and to die for sinful men. And the story of how he overcame death and the grave and rose again. But before we get ahead of ourselves, perhaps there are some of you who have never heard this story. This evening, we invite you to take a walk through the scriptures with us as we remember all that he has done for us, our great Savior. And it came to pass, when he was come nigh to Bethpage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entering ye shall find a colt tied, whereon yet never man sat. Loose him, and bring him hither. And if any man ask you, Why do ye loose him? Thus shall ye say unto him, Because the Lord hath need of him. And they that were sent went their way, and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owners thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. And they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest.
And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Now the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And he said unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and he kneeled down, and he prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. And immediately, while he yet spake, cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. And he that betrayed him had given them a token, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Take him and lead him away safely. And as soon as he was come, he goeth straightway to him and saith, Master, Master, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him and took him. 
And they led Jesus away to the high priest. And with him were assembled all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes. And the chief priests and all the council sought for witness against Jesus to put him to death and found none. And straightway in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and the scribes and the whole council and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him, and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, that that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake, signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus, and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and saith unto them, I find no fault at all. But ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Then Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him with their hands. Pilate therefore went forth again and saith unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you that ye may know that I find no fault in him. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate saith unto them, Behold the man. When the chief priests, therefore, and officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Take ye him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him.
that's how Jesus purchased my salvation. And I find no fault. I find no fault. I find no fault in Him. And from thenceforth Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh him a king speaketh against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought forth Jesus and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in the Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation of the Passover and about the sixth hour. And he saith unto the and to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then delivered he him, therefore unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, For we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Thank you. 
a sinner like me, Lord, to rescue a sinner like me. He abandoned his throne and his kingdom above to rescue a sinner like me. My mind is so limited, I cannot see the reason he died and arose just for me. So unworthy was I, yet he came willingly to rescue a sinner like me. A sinner like me, Lord, to rescue a sinner like me. He abandoned his throne and his kingdom above to rescue a sinner like me. To rescue a sinner as worthless as I, and give me a reason to sing. It's so hard to believe, but it happened to me. Hallelujah to Jesus, my King, my King. His kingdom above to rescue a sinner like me. He abandoned his throne and his kingdom above to rescue a There was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard it, said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many." Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God.
When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. Now the next day, that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Commanded therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away, and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead, so the last error shall be worse than the first. Pilate said unto them, You have a watch? Go your way, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. But And he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified? He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him, but go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly, and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid.
Now when Jesus was risen early, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him, as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive, and had been seen of her, believed not. After that he appeared in another form unto two of them, as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Tonight you have had the chance to hear the story of Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection. These events are what many refer to as the gospel of Jesus Christ. As you can see, God gave us a very clear account of the gospel in his word, the Bible. And it is something that he hopes all of us will believe and accept so that we can have forgiveness from our sins and live with him in heaven for all eternity. Have you believed the gospel? Have you accepted the gift of salvation that Jesus made available to you the moment he was crucified for your sins? You've heard it all tonight. Why not accept him now? Fellow Christians, just as Jesus gave his disciples the command to go and preach the gospel to every creature, he also intends for us to do the same. Are you fulfilling that command? Do you share the gospel with others? That co-worker, friend, family member who you know is lost, wouldn't it be wonderful to see them saved this Easter season? It is up to you to share with them the gospel, the greatest story ever told.
Amen. Well, I want to say thank you to Brother Kevin and the choir. Choir, I, I was probably sweating this worse than everybody because I thought, oh, we don't have the full choir that we normally have and everything going on. And I believe that this is the best Easter one that I've been around because you used hymns that were full of the Word of God. You read scriptures. You can't beat the scriptures. They still do not return void. And you preached to us a sermon, each one of you, through song as well as your prayer behind it. So thank you for that. I, that was outstanding. But you know, this past Wednesday was um, the Passover. The Jews celebrated Passover. And I, I thought of it as, as uh, Reuben read two days before the Passover. And they said not on a feast day. Well, they didn't have any control of it. Jesus, I believe, was, was uh, crucified on the Passover day. And, and you know what's so interesting about that? Jesus being crucified on the Passover day. He was the one that John the Baptist spoke of. Behold, the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. This, this world today, especially in our country as we look at it, but many countries, they're in a quarantine. Do you realize that uh, in, in Egypt, Israel is enslaved. Plagues then come from God. Ten plagues. Every one of those plagues actually were attacking a god of Egypt. And what's interesting about that, that the Egyptians were powerless to stop them. They couldn't do a thing about it. And, and it was a testimony not only to Egypt that they had a there was a greater God and they needed him as their savior but it was a testimony to Israel as well and then God called what we call the Passover today for a lamb to be slain and the blood be put upon the doorpost just as this last song of of taking the gospel to the world. Just think about that. They told their, they, it was said, for your lamb on the doorpost, put him there, and you'll eat it that night, and be dressed and ready to go. But what's also interesting, if your neighbor doesn't have enough, give to him. Israel was God's chosen people, but they still needed the lamb of God. They still needed the blood. Well, as it turns out, Pharaoh, who had been the oppressor of God's people, and just because God's chosen doesn't mean you're saved until you receive him as your Savior. But Israel marches out, and there's a mixed multitude because other people could see the hand of God upon Israel. And that mixed multitude messed up, but so did the children of Israel. And they march out, and they go for seven days, and they come to the Red Sea. Now, I know modern Bible scholars say, oh, no, that wasn't the sea. That was the Sea of Reeds. And the reason they passed over, it was a dry season, and they went through probably in ankle-deep water. Well, the Bible says that it was dry. I believe that if there's an artist there, would painted a picture with dust coming up from their feet. Amen. But here they were. They're going across. And then the Egyptians come after them. Even though the water's been parted, they come after them, and they come in. Now, if it's only a foot of water, an entire army dr drowned in a foot of water. And that's kind of hard to believe, you know. But, um, no, they drowned in a flood of water when the Lord brought down the walls of water on each side. But it's an interesting as well. They're saved from Egypt. A type of the world. A type of the man born into this world. He's born without Christ. He's born into a sinful world. And then he is delivered. Oh, there are warnings along the way. I'm not saying COVID-19 is a warning, but it could be. But there are just warnings along the way that this world's had all along the way. Because 
Righteousness exalteth the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Well, they get on the other side, and now what do they have? Just like you and I have been saved, there's a heaven. There's a promised land. And, and he has things there already prepared. You might say the land's been farmed, the tr trees have fruit. There's plenty of food. There's plenty of everything. There's springs of living water. There's milk and honey that flows. Well, our Lord has gone to prepare a place for us. But, you know, we're still in this life's journey. And even though we're saved from sin, although we're saved from Egypt, we make that trek. Well, we know many of those on that trek said, boy, we sure liked it back in Egypt. Moses, you're taking too much on yourself. You and Aaron, you need to back off now and let us do it this way and let us do it that way. We, you know, we've got to change. We enjoyed Egypt. We enjoyed their food. We enjoyed the way they worshipped. They, we enjoyed what they did. But one by one, all of those above the age of 20 died except for two men, Joshua and Caleb, who stood. But the rest that left Egypt above 20 all died. Yes, they were saved from Egypt, but they didn't get to enter the promised land. But then later, those that did pass over inherited vineyards. Oh, they had a battle. They had a battle. But you know what? A Jordan River passed. They had battles throughout the desert. Throughout that wilderness, there were battles, but a river parts, and they go over victorious. And now the Lord says, okay, here's the land, here's how it's divided. You go possess your land. I'm with you all the way, so you don't have anything to worry about. You just follow and do what I say. I'm, I'm with you. All they had to do is go in and possess the land. Isn't it interesting, the Lord says for us, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Those, those Israelites, they, they didn't make the death angel pass over Egypt. They didn't kill the firstborn of all the animals and all the people that did not have the blood on their doorpost. They didn't do any of that, but they were delivered. When they got to the sea, and, 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 and here comes the armies of Egypt now after them, they didn't part the waters. They didn't build dams suddenly. No, God parted the waters. When they got to the desert and they started to complain about there's no water here, God had water come out of the rock. God sent quail. God sent manna from heaven. And he met the need all the way. All they had to do was obey. They were saved by the grace of God. Not what they earned, just like in, in song and word tonight we heard a sinner like me. And he would save. But then, all of those that could have entered the promised land that died in the desert, they were saved from Egypt. But just like men today who have, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, they have received that salvation. But, don't leave off verse 10 of that passage. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good work which God hath before ordained that you should walk in them. There are works. There's a will God has for your life specifically. But I know that whatever that will is, you see, God sent us as lights in the world. Just like a light, a fire, was over the camp of Israel by night and a cloud by day. Visible for everyone to see. Miraculous. Every time a soul gets saved, it's miraculous. But understand, here they are in the desert. And, and they're told what to do. All they must do is obey. But you know, some are called to be laborers. Some are called to be salesmen. Some are called to be missionaries in foreign fields. Some are called to be pastors. Some are called to have offices in government. 
and onward could go. You say, do you really believe that? Yeah, and I believe that if I'm called to be any officer in anything or any kind of a government position, a laborer, a factory, a sales, on you could go. If that's my calling, I'm stepping down to be the president. I'm stepping down to be the pastor. I'm stepping down to be anything besides what God has called me to do. You see, he sent us all as to be lights in the world. You're working in that place because God wanted the light there. You're there. So we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in. And those are the things for which we will give an account. Many of those Israelites did not pass into the promised land. They lost the reward. But they were saved from Egypt. Some people will be saved so as by fire. They'll be ashamed at his appearing. But there'll be no reward. Oh, God had rewards laid up because the Bible says that we'll count the loss. What he intended to give. And some will say, well, I didn't know God wanted me to do that. I didn't want, know that I was supposed to do this. I didn't know that was my call. But maybe that's because you didn't seek the Lord to know his will and call. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. So as we finish out tonight, the Lord gave the Jews the Passover and really the whole word of God for us as well. But just being one of God's chosen because you became chosen the day you received Christ. God chooses from the foundation of the world. Just like he bapt, I mean, he shed his blood 2,000 years ago, but that blood was not applied to me until I received Christ. That, that choosing was not applied to me until I received Christ. It all happened before any of us were born. And it's ours when we receive Christ as Savior. That's a blessing. But what a terrible thing for one who did not deserve to die for us. As a matter of fact, he knew no sin. But out of love endured the cross, facing the outpoured wrath of Almighty God, his Father, upon his human spirit. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, although he despised it. But he is risen. He has victory over hell and of death. He has the keys of hell and of death. And knowing that, let's serve him. Yea, all those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But the sufferings of this present time will not be worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. Walk with God. Let the cross, let the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ be the inspiration in your heart and mind that daily you look to his word for direction and you march through the wilderness of life with the direction God has given you. And that direction will always be to follow the light because if you walk in light, you'll never walk in darkness. Follow the Lord.